Welcome back to another episode of Set the Tone Podcast here at Blink Tone Studios, where we sit down with creatives or anybody that's turned their passion into a business. I'm IMX. And I'm Adam. Today we talked with Daniel O'Harry. In the last six months, he grew his car rental company from one to 50 cars. Sheesh. We broke down a little bit how he started the company, where they're going in the future, and how he's been able to maintain such fast growth so quickly. So we picked his brand a little bit. Got a lot of great information out of this episode. Hope you guys enjoy. I do want to ask, because yeah. I was doing a little bit of research last night. For just sure. on like the, the Turo and the rental um, business in general. And I heard a few people give pretty strong bad reviews as far as renting out their own cars through Turo. Mm. And they were saying that it was, they were strongly like, do not start renting your, your cars through Turo. This is a terrible business. I started this with, with four other people, very capable people. I've seen people. that video. Yep, I know exactly. Yep. I've seen that video. Yep, and he, yeah. was, he was talking about it where they have this business plan and all this stuff was completely set up and they bought these cars and it just failed. Yeah. What is the difference between a successful business rent car rental business versus somebody like that who said that they had it set up but right. it didn't work what what is what's what's the key to yeah i think that guy he went in like bought a lot of foreigns like exotic cars like uh -huh. straight exotic and like initially like when you first get in the business we were getting getting juice like oh let's go lamborghinis lamborghinis which we could have done but we we're like nah we want to make it like long lasting you know what i mean so we literally have cars on different ends of the spectrum like we have like i8 gle's but then we have toyota camry's you know mm -hmm. stuff like that like a little bit of everything so in the case like whatever our expensive cars like the 911s down we still have cars to supplement that that are like safe economy cars that i know don't have a high risk of getting in an accident or stuff like that and it like it helps feed that until your big cars come back and like you know what i mean so having yeah. like a somewhat diverse portfolio exactly so people could choose it's not just you're the, the exotic car rental place you're exactly you have those lower not lower end but the cheaper cars cheaper that cars. could substitute the income for the other ones when they're down because is it is it like almost not seasonal but is there like times of the month or months that like hit harder for foreigns or what is that like um it, it really depends like if you're just speaking turo maybe but like if you have that client base outside of turo mm. you really don't affect that because people are trying to rent every day literally like people yeah. are going to rent your car regardless like my phone is always blowing up like her phone is always blowing up like everyone be trying to rent a car but um if we would have started with just exotics we probably wouldn't have had all these cars by the way like and we would just have like four like exotics and then we would just been like hoping no one crashes it you know what i mean like it's just right, not a yeah. good business model to do especially when you're just starting maybe down the line you know we'll get into that like exotics 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 but like right now we just want to keep it like affordable for everybody you know yeah. so that's probably what it is it's like also i don't know this video or who these yeah. guys are what the resume is but it's like obviously insurances and all this stuff plays a factor into the car so it's like if you never actually owned a foreign yourself it's like why would you go buy hella foreigns thinking exactly. that they're going to sell because it's just you have no info on how much the insurance is going to exactly. cost or anything so it's like you might as well get a car relatively that you would own and because you know what the insurance is and you already yeah. know those kind of like what those things are no facts so what would be your biggest i wouldn't say failure but something that if you were to go back and you would do it again, what was, what was your biggest learning lesson? What was something that really kind of hit hard 
and made you kind of rethink going forward how your business ran? Was mm. there, were there were there any specific moments? Were there any yeah for sure people crashing cars or what? What's what were some experiences that going going back you would have handled differently? Well, you can never predict someone crashing a car, but it's inevitable. You know what I mean? Like so, like you just gotta always be prepared. But like how I look at it is, if you're prepared for the situation, you would know how to handle it. But if you're not prepared, you'd be like freaked out and stuff like that. So like the way our protocol is so tight knit that like if stuff happens we're ready for it because we know it could happen you know what i mean so biggest failures i don't know i like to look at everything as a lesson because then yeah. i help me like improve the next time because it will happen again so like like i really don't get too rattled up in that type of stuff because i've learned that from like the past party business of like all the things that can go wrong right so like police knocking down all this type of stuff that can just end a party like that so like i've kind of been used to all like the, the failures and stuff like that so with the cars i was like oh it's a piece of cake like yeah there were some things i didn't know but like as you go, like, hands-on experience is always, like, the best experience, you know? So, like, biggest failures, I, I mean, I feel like every day there's something going wrong. So, it's, like, it's really hard to, like, predict. Like, so, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say that it's been a super smooth, super easy business. Like, it's, it's, oh, a, no. it's, a, it's a difficult business to get into. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. That's, that's why I just go back. I keep harping on it. Like, it's, like, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to create a business or do you want to just do a side income, like, a passive mm. income? Like, it's totally different. Like... Right, it's totally different. When it's a side income, like, yeah, there's so many things that can go wrong. Everything is like a problem, probably, because yeah. then you're not really counting on the fact that you're gonna have to put a lot of effort into this because you wanted it to just be something on the side. Exactly. So then everything is probably like a huge problem. Like you exactly. know, I could just, I could assume if you had an extra car and you put it on Turo, then it's annoying at this point because now you have to put up with all the the clients and if somebody does in your car, now you're like, man, this is what what it wasn't built up to be but if this is something that you want it to be an actual business it's like he said it's there's no real failure there's nothing because you, you're just trying to grow so exactly. everything is just learning how to overcome it the next time because you just you starting to realize oh these are everything that come with the business not necessarily problems this is just every day exactly so it's like so then let, let me let me rephrase that what's what what is your biggest consistent headache what what is what's what's the most <laughs> difficult part about running a business like this? Like what what's mm. something that really is pressing and it's like you would have you would have liked to have known or not even not even that. Just what what's something that, that really is difficult on a daily basis? Really just like making sure like your employees are like accountable when you're not there. Like literally yeah, like okay. it's just like, you know, cause like when I'm there, like like I'm gonna make sure everything is done to a T, but like sometimes I might have to branch off and like make some calls or stuff like that. And just like knowing in the back of my head, like the employees are handling business how it should be. Cause like, you know, I would get like a lot of calls, like, oh, this something's wrong, you know, stuff like that. But that's more like managerial side, but like as far as like crashes for sure is important because like you gotta be quick on it, you know what I mean? Like Got to be like very very quick. So like, um, wait, what was your question again? My bad. I Just what 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 what's something that that you're that you deal with on a consistent, on a consistent basis, basis that is that's something that's difficult. Um, what what's 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 a day in the life for it, running a business like this? Is it so, mostly the employees probably? Yeah, just making sure like they're on point like every day. Like leadership like is important. Like just mm -hmm. communication like because like you know I couldn't do everything by myself. Like it's like a team. Like it's very a team aspect. But this. Um, just because there's so much moving parts. So it's basically like making sure every day your team's on the same page. And like, you know, because if your team's on the same page and they execute, there's nothing to worry about. You know, like they'll be able to handle problems, issues, good, bad news. So like it's just making sure every day, you know, the team's on board. And I have people like hired to make sure like that's, you know, happening like to accord. So, right. you Let's, know, those little that problems is, get handled. That is an 
before you go into what you were saying, that is an interesting point because it's like <clears throat> being able to like hire people or find people that's going to do a job for you how you would do it or they're going to be representing you basically when you're not there. And exactly. Because it's a lot of customer service. It's a lot of things. So it's like wh whoever they interact with, that's their last impression on your business. And we, we've come to find that to be somewhat difficult. We've had two different um, studio managers here and we've, we've tried out friends, homies, and that never <laughs> works out because it's like they have no sense of like, okay, this is somebody that I need. Not necessarily like this is the boss, but like, you know, relatively, exactly. you know, you are the boss and they, they want it. They well, should it's be like, able to it's your baby. Like this is, this is something right. that, that we've put a lot of, so it, we, we do want it a certain way. And it's like, so that's something that I would say that we have a common, <clears throat> common thing is just finding some people to work with your business that would do would that's going to represent you the way that you would do it is super difficult exactly. and learning how to balance it learning how to talk to these people in, in a non-confrontational way and just being like you said like a leader that's just things that take time, time. You can't, you're not able to just flip a switch and be a good leader like you need to be able to go through all this crazy shit yourself and to be able to relay in, in a, like a nice communicative way you know what i'm saying that's facts yeah so let, let's let's break it down a little bit for someone who is interested in maybe pursuing a similar job like this what are all of the elements that you have to deal with what 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 goes into running a business like this okay like you need you need a uh, a parking lot space you need a, an office to these are all the different forms like let, let's get into like yeah. real specifics like what does sure. it take to run a business like this all the aspects yeah for sure i mean yeah it just you know if you want to do it as like a, like a side income like stuff like that you know i'll say like just test like one car at a time like like literally go into the ship grab a car and just see how it do like you know like there's certain cars that do well like do research like certain ones that do well in the city you're in you know like if you're in san francisco like bmws do good you know what i mean like go find a bmw convertible maybe and just see how it is and like just go through the pains of that car first before getting a heck of cars you know what i mean you should see how you know everything works if you use Tara as a platform or you just rent to your friends or whatever the case may be like you should like at least see like the problems that could happen so you're prepared and see if you even want to do it you know right. you know yeah so like you know sometimes you got to have grit too like because problems are going to come you know like i'm sure you guys face with different problems like you guys always have determination to keep going so you have to be determined and like you know, just have to see things through. Really, that's the big thing. Because if you do that, then all the problems are going to be like piece of cake. Really. What what are what are the different paperwork things or the legal the legal mm. parts of the business that that is really important? Like what are yeah. are on a monthly monthly basis at the end of the month? Like are you paying off all of the all the payments at once? Like who? Who who is in is there someone specifically in control of the the car payments? Yeah, is there someone specifically in control of like the the maintenance of the cars in the mm -hmm. garage? Like, just trying to get specifically oh, okay. into how you run the business and yeah, what, like, what are the different things that are going. Well, for on. me specifically, you know, you gotta have your maintenance guy. You gotta have okay. your accountant. You know, to handle those type of things. You gotta have like you know your tax guy, your CPA, all that type of stuff. You know, like just normal stuff you need for a business. You know what I mean? But as far as like a car rentals, like just making sure your insurance is good, like your maintenance is good, making sure you're paying your notes on time. Um, you know, making sure you're paying like all these like little miscellaneous fees, like gas. You know what I mean? Stuff like that, like that just add up that you don't really see. You know, just making sure every cent like is accounted for. You know what I mean? Like. That's pretty much it. Make sure you're paying your employees. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I have a lot of employees. I'm sure the average person won't have that much employees. So you got to make sure your payroll is intact, too. 
So it's just like, you know, those are the main, main expenses that you just got to make sure every month get handled, you know, like just for sure, for sure get handled. And do you mostly handle business on the go? Do you guys have like one type of place that you guys convene or is it like you guys meet it where the cars are, are at? Like, is it just or is it pretty much you just call them? We have this going. We have somebody at the airport or they already know because of the calendar. Is it somewhat like that? Yeah, it's similar. I mean, we're like opening ground, like on a new storefront on Polk Street. So okay. like we should be getting that like. January. Oh, it's a, it's a storefront. It's a storefront. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, it's okay. a storefront on Polk Street. Um, like we're just in the process, of, like doing the form. But at this moment, we just have a garage right now. Like yeah. my house is all of our cars. So, you know, so just every, literally that's pretty much it. All yeah. your employees are remote. No, they're not remote. They're they're at the garage, like working, oh, like okay. checking the cars every do, day. Do they do? Do you have like a, a car wash service or anything like that? Do do your employees go fill up the gas and wash the cars as well? All of that. Like okay, all perfect. In one. So yeah. that that's what I was gonna ask is like, what is the importance of like outsourcing things? For example, like I mean, that's not really outsourcing because that's with in what your employees do. But that's what I've come to realize. Like sometimes, you know, even though you have to pay, for example, a service to wash yeah. your car, sometimes it's more worth it because of exactly. time. So time. I feel like I started to come to realize outsourcing things, even though it costs more money up front, it actually saves you time and effort in the long run. But it sounds like you and your how many how many employees do you have? Like, like right now, ten. Oh 10, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay, for so sure. they, they got everything covered over yeah, there. Yeah, literally. <laughs> no, for sure. No, yeah, making sure like because at first we were doing that, you know, like going to other places and stuff like that, but like. If it's in-house, it's quicker. The turnover is quicker. Right. Like, you know what I mean? You can get it done quick, quick. As soon as the car gets back, wash it. Clean it. You know, all that type every, of stuff. After every rental, every rental. You, you wash them. Because think, think cars a, can get booked quick. Do you, you take them I mean? to a car wash or where? No. No, with, at the warehouse, right? At the warehouse. warehouse. Yep. Okay. Or the, or the, the garage. Instantly. Like, you know what I mean? Wow, okay. Making sure they're ready to go. Because, like, even if it's not Turo or off Turo, they'll call you. Like, hey, I need a car. What do you have? <clears> oh, we got to clean a car. Nah, they have to be already clean, you know? So. Yeah. That's pretty much how we do it. And you, you, you take them to a specific gas station every time or how? Oh, no, no, just any gas station. Like, you know, okay. we just, like, make sure we have saving money on rewards and stuff like that. But, like, yeah, right. just every, any gas station, just Is, fill up. Do sense, like. But, but it, it gets reimbursed, you know what I mean? Because, like, you know, the gas, they pay for gas. Oh, so, it's like, okay. it should come back full every time, yeah. you know what I mean? So, you really, it's oh, okay. a wash. So, oh, it's a wash. okay. Yeah. So, you're, you're not, it's like you're, you're filling it up. And but you're not you're but not there, necessarily there's exactly. an there's an option to pay so you don't have to fill it exactly up, right? so that, exactly then you go fill it up yourself but it's yeah. still a wash because they paid for it you know what I mean so it's like, yeah it's so like, they're paying for the gas regardless exactly right mm. so that that's dope I mean yeah. yeah regardless the gas is somewhat covered on, on, on most of the ends which is super expensive right exactly. now exactly so like, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna ask so it's like six dollars really, in San Francisco so you really having the employees on a day to day basis making sure. Bookings are running smoothly, making sure you're making appointments on time, washing the cars, cleaning the cars, making sure Turo app is probably relatively looking nice all the time. Exactly. And that's like the day-to-day. Day-to-day, it's making sure bookings are going smoothly, Facts. washing cars, and just you know making sure that you guys like put out ads and stuff like that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just making sure everything's on point. Like, you know, like right. a lot of stuff has been word to mouth just because we're trying to like grow, like, you know, right. smart. Organically. Organically. Yeah. And then just like it'll just be up once we get the marketing Facts. on point. So it's like it's 100%. Just slowly. That's what I'm saying. You don't want to grow too fast because right. you'll burn quick. You know what I right. mean? So you just want to grow organically. Get those people, clientele, keep them at your base. So they come back, come back, you know, watch us grow, like literally get in the storefront. So you know, mm-hmm. over time, it takes time. Like, we start in February, so, like, just takes time. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's, process. that's, that's dope. so fast. That's yeah, that's crazy. so fast. I think <clears throat> it really goes, like, when we were leading into this conversation that we had, it was like, 
you said something about grit and then you also said something about just making sure that you that you even like it and i think that's the important that's like something that i i think is super important because you, you said you had you had the party thing going you're trying to dabble into fashion some some music or whatever and i think that's a really like i see that a lot in the bay area where people yeah. try to dabble in a lot of things and but i feel like not that I'm one to say when people are making mistakes, but I feel like a lot of things that I see people go wrong is where they're just trying to get into too many things for the profit aspect where right. they're not seeing if they actually like it or not. That's like, true. And that was one of the things that we were talking about when we had our um, little workshop, when we had like, you know, showing people how we book and do all that, those kind of things. It was like one of those things where it's just you got to do it for long enough to make sure that you like it and then you scale up because it's just like people try to get to that enterprise level before they even know if they like it or not and then once they get there they're like man i don't even like this that much so it's like it's it's dope to it's dope to see how like you're you're being aware that you're you're going at at a comfortable pace and you're not trying to go too fast i think that's something that's super hard especially when you're younger is like exactly. trying not to go too fast and not go beyond your means and just scale at an appropriate rate no 100 percent. not like that's just like because like i said i've learned that lesson doing parties like i'll just throw all my money in there and just right. like just lose it and like say i won't make a party that like basically make the money that i'm like you know i just spent all my money now yeah. i gotta restart go like try yeah. to find money so it's just like i learned that from before and it's made me how i am like you know just steady you know what i mean that's steady. how I, that's kind of how i am making sure yeah exactly um, on a on a personal aspect, do you do you think that this is really the business that you found your passion in? Like, what is this? Is this the thing that you really feel strongly about? Like, okay, I really want to do this for the for the foreseeable yeah. future, or or do you, do you find this to be like this is this is interesting? I'm still so new to this. I'm still relatively in the trial mode, and this what, is a stepping stone, possibly. Right. Nah, nah. How I look at it is like I just love business. Like you know, like right. I, oh, I, I never really loved cars, but I kind of found a liking to yeah. cars. You know what I mean? So like I just love business. So whatever right. business and how like structure and how to build businesses, it'll just it won't take me long to just research and be like, okay, this needs to go here. This I can like a problem solve. I'm good at problem solving. Yeah. So like like I don't know like for say like what I'm going to do in the next 15 years. Hopefully still this, but I do have under endeavors like I would want to tap into. You know, right, yeah. eventually in the build yeah. that have to do with business. So it just makes sense. You know what I mean? I like that. I, I feel like I, that's pretty common within like people or people that I look up to or people yeah. that you see that are in into like that have successful business. They're not always into just one thing. You yeah. know, they're, they're into the just business aspect overall. Yeah. And that's like I feel like that's the interesting part. It's not necessarily obviously finding something that you're super passionate about makes everything just more fun. But I feel like just the business aspect is just a game like everything's a game and that it just That's becomes true. it just becomes fun in itself like learning how to balance this business and then once you have not under control but once you have it somewhat in a, in a system and you're comfortable with it then you kind of like next thing you next know what thing I mean? right because so, like, it's, it's like, like that. that's really what my mindset is just like i feel like i can't see myself doing one thing for the rest of my life i yeah. can see myself but doing y'all, y'all are good you're great at it like y'all go crazy nah, like, i appreciate y'all that no no nah, nah, we i mean I think we probably mentioned it before on our podcast. You know, we, you know, we're obviously opening more studios is one of those things that we 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 want to do in the future. And and we were talking about a restaurant at one point nice. and where we're doing stuff like. But it's really Bro. like, and it's funny because I have some somewhat of a background in in the kind of the restaurant yeah. area. And Adam has nothing. He, this dude eats eggs every day, so it's like he doesn't have anything Weird. to do. But Adam Adam just has that mindset where he just. I could see as soon as at first it was like restaurant like why would I do that and then he started to 
and then he came back the next day with like so like this is what the the prophet is and i was just like oh my god adam like yeah. he, he like you could see that, that that he likes that the the challenge and and those like new challenges with different kinds of businesses which is super interesting no facts sure. i mean like look at this your podcast too like he was telling me like you guys just kind of just came up to the podcast and you're, you're y'all dope in music videos but, like the podcast is something new and like y'all learning it. it's still a business aspect yeah, and yeah. you're using it to intertwine with your brand so it's the same thing like you know it's just business you know what yeah, i mean yeah. so it's the same thing bro yeah, yeah no for sure that's yeah and <clears throat> i don't know we probably touched over uh just in the beginning um but like with music, do you, is that one of those things that you see? Is it more just something that you do passionately, yeah. or yeah. like? Yeah, it's like it's kind of something that's like an outlet for me. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. Like I never really wanted to like do it too much, but who knows though? But like, it, it was something that I was just always like, you know, one of my free time, like let my express my things because I'm very like internal person. Like I, right. I really don't like talking a lot, like a lot. But I feel like with music, I'm able to let that out. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. So like, that's just how I use music as like an outlet. You know, it's so funny because you have like the most perfect setup to be like have the dopest video yeah, man with the cars and <laughs> yeah, all that yeah, yeah, that's true you're literally in a position that like everybody wants to be in like, yeah. just have all the cars in the yeah. video like Real. man you could literally no, that, that was the thing with like the video that we shot yeah. it was like like where, where you had the i8 and it was mo most rappers if, if they have like a car like that for their video it's like oh they rented it it's like yeah. no nah, that's your car <laughs> exactly that is yours not for right. real for yeah. real 100 percent yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean i don't know maybe maybe down the line but like nah that's really like like i said i like business more like i really yeah. like business like that's for somewhere i could wake up every day music is like i have my days and I'm like, eh. you know what i mean so it's not mm -hmm. passionate and i always want to do something i'm passionate about like every day you know so right. y'all are passionate about this so it's like every day y'all breathe sleep this so like that's how i want to be so that's how I get with business. So I really just stick with business probably. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> I mean, this is, I don't know. I don't know too much. This is kind of more of a question, but yeah. how, like, do you think, do you probably every day is not as intensive as probably yeah. a Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, but do you say you work like, do you work seven days a week or what? Oh yeah. It, it never stops, right? <laughs> 24 and, hours. Yeah, 24, 24 hours. 24 hours. I feel like, yeah. I feel like that's a common thing with like something that, that we do. It's just like, I, you know, people will say like my, you know, even people I know they're like, you know, like you have Saturdays and Sundays off. I'm like, bro, no, this is. Uh, I literally get calls at like 2 a.m. for a new, like a, a refix or when can we yeah. get this together? And then you wake up the next day, and then it's an everyday thing. It's not a complaint. I'm just saying. So like, yeah. for anybody that's kind of aspiring or thinking about the car thing, it's relatively always taking calls, always doing that, right? You no, know, for sure. Like, you can get a call at 2 a.m. Like, right. hey, my car broke down. What do I do? You know uh, what I mean? Like, oh. if you're serious like that, like, quick, you know, you got to be quick. Like, that's what I'm saying. Problem solving is the key because, like, you can't just wait. You got to, like, act uh, on yeah. it. And it's just, like, business is just 24-7. Like, you know, like, for, like, athletes and stuff, like, when the game ends, like, you're done. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you obviously practice, but, right. like, most part, you have a lot of free time, but with business, you have to be on the go. Right. See, the go. that it, it comes with its like positives and negatives, where it's yeah. like you would rather be, I'd rather be doing this than anything else in the exactly. world. But then again, I am somewhat envious sometimes of these people that work the nine to five because <laughs> after you're done with at five, it's like, okay, let's go yeah. chill, let's go watch Netflix. It's like there's no, no there's no, no nine or five. No, yeah. The five p.m. never comes for me, bro. No, no, yeah. It's yeah. always, it's always just the, the, the middle of a business day every 24 seven it's like yeah. I, I like it but then sometimes i'm i am like man like you know i think I, okay so that it, it's funny that you mentioned that because that's one of the things that i've been trying to figure out recently based on like how how i work is that you know at, at a certain point 
I kind of had a little like moment about a month ago where I'm like, damn. I'm really close. I feel like I'm about to burn out. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like a, crazy. Like a, like a very serious, like, I, I'm this close to saying, fuck all videos. I'm never, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And that's, that's just because it's like when, when you do something for a certain period of time and it is kind of like a you're never off yeah. and you're always getting texts and you're always getting calls and there's always, it, like, your entire True. life, no matter what, revolves around this business like the 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 realization that i had I was i was just like oh my god i just need a little i just need a moment to myself right. for like for a little bit of fresh air and the conclusion that i came to was that i was like okay i've been i've been on 24/7 for a solid 3 years now 3 365 days there's been no off days Right. editing all day every day shooting every day like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try this out for a little bit where between 12 12 p.m and 8 p.m like that eight hours that that is my time to go full force on whatever i'm doing right. and then after after that that alarm goes off after that i'm like i don't have i don't have any guilt for feeling that I need to be doing other stuff during that time because I packed everything into this short period of time. Because when you, when you're, when you're supposedly on 24 seven, it's like you can, you can be editing a video for two hours in the morning and then have a shoot three hours at night. And then you got this period in between where it's like your, your work is kind of spread out relatively. Right. When you really look at your day, it's, it's spread out and inconsistent and then you kind of get this like overarching just guilt yeah. anytime that you're it's not true. working because all the, because all day is work day. Uh, yeah. So man. it's like it's it's when you what I realized for me and I'm still kind of like trying to figure this out is that if I kind of like consolidate the working like I can obviously still allow myself to to work on stuff out outside of that time period, but I don't have that same like oh like beating myself up if I'm not doing something at one one a.m. when I should be going to sleep. Exactly. It's like what what I what I'm realizing for myself is that I'm trying out a little bit more of scheduling, mm. and like this is this this certain day. I'm not I'm not taking calls from anybody. I'm not I'm doing I'm only doing what I want to do at this time, and and for at least for me, it's kind of giving me a little bit of clarity. I'm wondering. From from you because you you're you're in a very similar position but in a different field where, right. I mean obviously if you're if you're the head of this company, and all day you're you're solving problems I'm sure that you feel a very similar, type of type of feeling where you should be on at all times. Does that does that get like emotionally draining? Like do you ever do you ever kind of feel, this 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 guilt if you're not doing That's stuff or for sure no no hundred percent like. Like, I, I, I kind of, like, it's, like, it's all about trade-offs. Like, you sacrifice, like, I sacrifice seeing my family, like, a lot just because, like, I'm just, like, so in tune with the business. And, like, they understand it. Like, it's a mutual understanding. Like, they want to see me grow. So, like, they're okay. You know what I mean? Like, sacrifice, like, relationships, you know, like, old right. friends. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that just because, like, they weren't enabling me to grow. You know what I mean? So, I just have to do what's best for me. And then, like, how I really do it is, like, I haven't been, like, heck consistent. But basically, you know, just wake up. Because I'm an early bird, so, like, I wake up early. And I go to sleep like early. So like I wake up, you know, like 
you know, do all my things I didn't do, check my, you know, emails, stuff like that. And it just run, you know, just like run to get like my head off, like, you know, mm-hmm. like no music, just like literally being my own thoughts. And then, like, it just helps me clear my mind. Like you get that adrenaline rush and like, you know, like, take, take a nice shower and like, you're just ready to go. Like, yeah, you know, right. just like a good feeling. And it's just like, I'm ready like to handle everything. Like my, I'm already in a good headspace. You know, I'm ready to handle stuff. You know, I haven't did what you do, like, like set a time. Maybe I need to look in that. But it's like, you know, just me running, that's kind of like where my safe haven, like where I could just like think and like be by myself and like make, you know, decisions, stuff like that. See how to handle situations. Like if it's like a tough situation where I need to fire someone or whatever the case may be, like or handle a big situation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's what I kind of use for like to be in my own thoughts and stuff like that. Because you're constantly being like, you know, pulled from everywhere, like from different people. And it's just like it's hard to like think sometimes like because like everyone's doing like I definitely had a moment where I was close to burning out. But I have great people like her, like, you know, who are always like always on me like hey no you're good like you know be calm like you know stuff like that because it could get it could get tense sometimes but you just gotta have a like a good team around you to make sure to build you up and stuff like that so it's pretty much yeah pretty much yeah that's yeah that's that's interesting i think it's like it's all good problems you know having that feeling of like burning out that means you have a lot of work coming in so it's like these are all problems that are that you want to have but it's all about like finding that balance and that's something that we're kind of we're all relatively i mean you know we've been shooting videos two three years plus whatever and doing that consistently pretty much every single day and then this studio on top of that is relatively passive but it's still relatively every day checking up on what we still have to do so it's like and we're all kind of in more of the infant stage of still building stuff so it's like it's good to it's good to like analyze what what those problems are now and and be able to kind of like figure out what we can do about it because it's better to like how you work as an individual right right what what motivates you and what what are those things and i think I think it's good to assess that as quick as possible right. so that you don't get to a place I that think you can't that's, come back from. That's one of those things where it's like you you know you conti- you know you got to continue doing as much work as possible, you know, obviously we're we're, we're all young so it's like you want to do as much work when you still have the energy exactly. and then be able to like you know do less work when you don't have the, that amount of, exactly. that amount of energy. But then again, <clears throat> thank you for making it this far into the episode. We want to extend our thank you for the constant support and all the people that watch our podcast by offering a 10% off deal on your next booking. And this is only valid for a limited time only on Blinktone.com. Blinktone.com. Once again, this is not valid on Peerspace, only Blinktone.com. Blinktone.com. So make sure you use promo code SETTHETONE on your way. Check out on Blinktone.com. Blinktone.com. Let's jump back into the episode. To really round out, you know, the conversation, I want to... I want to ask, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be with the cars, but it, yeah. since you're kind of more working with cars, it could be, you know, with that. But what are some things that you recommend to anybody that's trying to start some type of business or they're trying to, you know, either grow, start one, or dabble into new things? Productivity. Like what, yeah, anything. It could be with productivity, handling clients, any tips tricks anything that you could recommend that's kind of helped you grow and 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 kind of get your footing in in this industry yeah man i mean like for sure like you can't do everything by yourself like you need a team like can't stress that because like i'm the type of person like oh i can do it i can do it i was originally like that but i don't think like that no more after like building the business like i'm in right now because it's like everybody has to be on the same page you know you have to have communication like it will like literally tear business if you don't have the communication because so many things can go wrong so I'll say making sure your team is strong, you know, like 
obviously like you got to actually like be up for it because a lot of people don't really want to start a business you know some people just want to help grow a business or mm. some people are cool like a nine to five that's totally fine like you know what i mean but you gotta like your heart has to be in it you know you have to like strive for something like bigger than yourself you know like yeah like and your why has to be strong whatever that is like you have to have a strong why on why you're doing it because if you're just doing it for the money like it's gonna come and you're just gonna be like oh like you're gonna be complacent you know what i mean right. like because like i plan like to just go further 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 and it's not even a money thing it's like a legacy thing so yeah. like that's just kind of how like it's just perspective you know what i mean so it's really how you look at it but those are my like three biggest things for sure i like that yeah um well to wrap it up i think that i definitely learned a lot Man. just talking to you i've been from, from what else when, you want to know? Let me know. Talk to me. <laughs> what yeah. else? Yeah. I mean, I think just from from the first time that 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 you mentioned this to yeah. me, I was immediately super interested. But I like as soon as you said that, I'm like, oh, he's got to hop on the podcast and we, sure. we talk about it more. Um, what is the best way for people to get in contact with you? Is uh, it in, Instagram? Instagram. Or? Yeah. You usually hit me on Instagram like D A Triple N Triple Y B. And then, like, I'm on there, like, you know, tap in with me, like, just hit me up. Any business opportunities, like, you know, just let me know. That's probably, like, the best way. That's what I use mostly now. I don't really use Twitter like that. I don't really use Snapchat or anything like that. So, so yeah. if people have questions about starting their own yeah. car rental, they hit you up through Instagram? Hit me up. Yeah, like, you know, I'll be more in line to help, you know. Before you hit him up, do your own research. Yeah, do your own do, research. Do your sure. own research. He's not going to help you start your business. Yeah. He, he yeah, might, you got to do that. He might give you some tips and tricks, but watch this podcast. Do your own research. Don't ask Facts. him for all the keys. He's just, Facts. you know what I mean? True, true, true. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, if there's anything that, you know, I, I'm here. So, if you know, if there's anything you wanted to talk about other than that, if we can. I think that this was a very valuable uh session for people to take away i'm, I'm glad that we, we definitely had this conversation so i think that there were a lot of points that you said that weren't just specifically about car rental yeah. businesses like there was a lot of things that you said that can be applied to many different aspects <laughs> exactly. of business. exactly so that's that's what i think was really interesting about this but 100 yeah. percent. no like man i appreciate y'all for having me like and it's just like like we said like with anything like if y'all take anything it's just like you know you got to be committed like just really can't you can't be lazy like you really have to like want it you know what i mean and like the results will show like over term like depending on the industry you're in some industries it'll take quick some they take longer you just got to be you know down for the count really one thing i want to say the last thing i want to say is that <clears throat> he's a one of the prime examples of this just like you know when you i guess when people are like graduating even just high school or even college yeah. or whatever people tend to like you know they always i've had this asked to me or some certain like they're like you know i'm still trying to find what i like or i'm still trying to find what i'm passionate about and i think one thing that you know you could see with your trajectory it's like you you didn't not necessarily that the cars are you're just your passion but you've dabbled in a lot of things and you're just trying to figure it out i think that's one of those things it's like you're never going to figure out what you like if you don't dabble in everything you're not trying to this scene and then like okay i'm gonna do actually fashion okay i'm gonna do cars like if you see that it's like completely different things right but the only correlation is the business aspect to yeah. it so it's like everything obviously when you want to make it a career is going to have to do with business and you have to tighten up on those on those business ends but really it's about just trying new things man really just trying to figure it figure it out don't you know if you're staying stagnant you're going backwards so just make exactly. sure that you're always trying to figure out if you're if you if you don't know if you don't know if you don't like exactly what you're doing, just keep on trying things. 
I like that. If you're staying stagnant, you're going backwards. Right. And if, and if you don't have that business sense, like, you can go hire people, you know, to help you out with those type of things. Like, just, like, there's a lot of things to help, like, maybe, like, help it and just use resources, like, get mentors. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of things to help you if you don't have that business aspect. Did you have any men- mentors going Man, into uh No, not necessarily. Like I, like, I would use YouTube a lot, you know, just, like, to learn things. Yep. But, like, right now, I do have, like, a good mentor who's, like, helped me like grow exponentially like he's just like someone he was the person who rented a car and like literally mm. like like this like we've been like in lockstep like and wow. we're just like he, he wants to see me grow because he had a mentor who helped him achieve like such great heights and he's seen that in me and he was like you know what like oh i think you're onto something like you know i just want to help you he doesn't want no gain out of it and wow. he just wants yeah. to see me do good so those type of people like they're, they're hard to find but like they're out there so you just got to look for those people <clears throat> how do you think you think it was just you putting your effort into everything and he noticed that is that really what probably how you made that connection what would you say to somebody that's looking you can't really look for a mentor like yeah. this kind of comes, comes but kinda comes. but you would say just putting your effort into every booking is kind of what helped you do that agreed like you know just being professional you know what i mean holding yourself in the right standard like and like you know just like articulating yourself well like you mm-hmm. gotta like you can't be shy to speak like you just got to talk. You got to go out there and talk to people and you never know who you meet. Like some people you wouldn't even think by the way they're dressed or whatever the case may be. Like they may have some valuable information right, that you wouldn't yeah. know. Like that's kind of like him. Like you wouldn't thought like, you know, he rents the I-8 and like, you know, you just think it's going to be a transaction. He's like, hey, you know, what's your name? Like how you do? You know, so it just you don't never know what it can come to. So, yeah, don't just talk. Talk. Just Yeah, just talk. Talk to people. You just never know. You never know who that other person knows. You know what I mean? Treat everybody like don't. You don't want to use everybody as a as a potential like don't game. Under, don't yeah. underestimate people. But you treat everything like an opportunity, man. Everything sure. everything is an opportunity. I, that's how I look at things. It's like I don't have a specific time frame where this by this year I need to accomplish this. Obviously, I have goals, but I don't, I don't do that because if I set that, then everything. If like if you don't set a time frame for when you should succeed, it's like everything is an opportunity. You take everything so seriously. And I exactly. think that's taking every little client even if you're only doing one booking a month you're doing two booking take those if you're only booking two clients a month then those two clients should be your number one priority and i feel like that's something that you probably do and that's probably why you've been booking so much is just treating everybody like a top client you know yeah customer service customer service for Mm -hmm. sure yeah especially with any business customer service on point facts Facts. yeah man that was a great conversation and you know what I'm saying? Thank you for tuning in and set the tone podcast. Let's go. We're out. Yes, sir.